Our reading today is from a Japanese translation by Miku Kibato, and it's entitled Page. All of a sudden, so dazzling, the days just pass by. You can shine. Come on, face forward. Start a new day. Oh, take the first step. Be swayed by the sense. I am myself in this discoloring world. I paint myself all over it. Don't look down. Look to the clouds. Don't forget to love yourself. Listen to the voices of your heart. Please face the mirror. Stay beautiful. One day we'll all wither one day. Anyway, until then, like a flower, remain elegantly beautiful. No matter who says what, I won't stop. Oh, though we keep losing things, if you just wear your true self, the scenery will smile. It's going to be all right. I will set myself free. Take a deep breath. Just be yourself. This moment only exists now. There are things that can only be felt. I'll be reborn again, be reborn again. Don't forget to love yourself. Listen to the voices of your heart. Please face the mirror. Stay beautiful. Thank you, Soyal. So we're here again at New Year's Day. I don't know if you have ever tried to make a New Year's resolution. Anytime I have tried, I have failed spectacularly to change anything. Maybe it's just me. Somehow I don't think so though. Some years I couldn't even decide what change I could even hope to tackle. The usual method is to look at your or my life, look at what is missing or wrong, and try to add something new. You've all heard it. New year, it's a clean slate, it's a fresh start, it's a new beginning. And I've seen so many other tackle the same attempts year after year. My husband used to complain about going to the gym in January as there were so many new people and he couldn't get to any of the machines. But by February, all the new people were gone and it was just all the old usual people again. 
You've probably seen ads for new diets, new vitamins, all promising a new you for the new year. But somehow that clean slate, that fresh start, it doesn't seem to work. Because that's not how people, how change, how growth, or how learning happens. How many of you are teachers or have taught something in your life? Have you been a mentor? Maybe you've been a coach. If nothing else, we've all learned things before. Anyone who has tried to teach or has learned knows that you don't go from nothing to a whole new thing and a whole new routine with just some new skills and a big change. You learn or change by taking steps, learning levels of skills or knowledge, each one building on each other. Learning to play an instrument, learning a sport, learning a craft or an art. All of these you start with beginning simple skills. I remember my first sort of pre-ballet, baby ballet class when I was like six. We just worked on knowing the difference between one four time and one three time while we moved. No steps, no nothing, just one, two, three, one, two, three, until we could learn how to move with music. That's the beginning of learning. We each learned whatever we know, little bits at a time, often over years. And a lot of learning is practicing the basic levels over and over again. And you don't even stop doing that when you reach your highest level. One of my favorite stories I heard a couple years ago was about an art teacher, a painting instructor. The instructor told the class at the start of the year, they could choose one of two methods of being graded. One would, could be one way, was be graded on the one single best piece of art they created. The other way to be graded was on the sheer volume of paintings they made. So the one set of students would sit there and try to paint carefully and meticulously. They focused on technique and planning their art, trying to make that one beautiful picture that would get them a really good grade. The other group simply painted as much as they possibly could. They didn't even care how they turned out. And at the end of the class year, all of the best paintings were done by the students in the group that chose the volume method because they had done the actual practice of painting and practice is how you learn. Another key to learning anything is one I truly struggle with, maybe you do too, which is failure. Trying something new and practicing a new skill means that sometimes you or I will do it very badly, and at least not well. Trying a new skill, especially a complicated ones, means that you do the new skill and afterward you examine the result and figure out what you may need to focus on next time you try it. The failure is built into the learning. 
when I was studying piano in high school. I might need to focus on which fingers went over which keys and whether moving a hand meant a thumb under or a finger under, and which combination would make for the smoothest movement of my hands. Another time I might need to focus on rhythm changes or counting more precisely. Amazingly, I could always find new ways to fail, but that also meant whole new ways to learn. So different skills require many different techniques and choosing which one you focus on is how you build competence. It's how you get really good. I've been talking about learning skills, but the same principles apply to building less tangible changes, such as spiritual or emotional aspects of ourselves. Sometimes the new resolutions people make are about being more open to new experiences, trying to find more space for spiritual practice, or changing a pattern. Changes like trying to find more peace or more joy or time for meditation. They all still follow the same principles of learning. Setting up anything requires steps and stages. I have tried different types of meditation over the years, but in all of them, I or anyone can't go from no meditation to half an hour of meditation all at once. That does not work. You start with just a few minutes, spending a habit of a few minutes each day, and then slowly over time, you increase the time spent. Someone told me last year that building a habit should be done by first building five minutes into a certain time of day. And it would take at least a month of just doing it five minutes at the same time every day to get the very basics of a habit. And actually my favorite story about learning of this type was a fourth U member, a woman who moved away several years ago now after many years with this congregation. I was leading a small group of monthly reflections here and she was a member of the group. Each month would have a different spiritual theme and group members would read different reflection pieces and spend time sharing their reactions with the group. When we got to gratitude, she had already taken action on her own before we gathered because when she was reading the material, she realized she did not have as much gratitude in her life as she wanted. She really didn't feel grateful for very much. And she thought about how to change that. And she set up a practice. She put a notepad and a pen by her bed. And she set herself the task of writing down five things she was grateful for when she first woke up each morning. When she started, it was really hard for her to name five. It might take her 15 minutes, even longer. But over the days, she found it could go quite quickly. But she didn't stop. Instead, she said she had to write down 10 things. And again, when she first started, it was hard to find 10 things. But by a couple weeks later, she could do it very fast. And so she moved to 15 things. 
and she kept going. And she shared that the way she saw her life and the rest of her day changed. She found gratitude all over her life. She had used those same basic principles. Start with something small. Start with something you want to work on. Do it in little steps and then change as you grow. And I always found her insight and approach inspiring. She did that all on her own. And she showed me some of what is possible. So how can I or you apply the same ideas about learning to this annual business of new beginnings and new years? When I was reflecting on how we learn, I realized that with the new year, starting something new is not an effective way to change. What would work much better would be to look at what has already changed. Because life is about change. Some of the changes that have happened, we don't like. Some of the changes that happened were surprises. But what if you sat down and thought about what has already changed either this last year or this last couple of years? Maybe you reevaluated what's important and changed something in your life. Maybe you found something that you're focused on more. And then think about with that change that's already started, what would be the next step? What could you do with one new focus on that? Maybe you need to journal about it, or maybe it's just the next new skill. Today and in the days ahead, I invite you to spend some time reflecting on what has changed in you. And identify a change that you'd like to grow in your own life. Maybe it's a spiritual practice, or maybe it's a skill or social action that you found more important to you in recent times. Look back on how the story of your life has been moving and then turn the page. Not to just get to a clean page, but how now with intention, you can plan the next phase of your journey. What is the next small step, the next change in focus, that next new page in writing the life story that you hope to live? So join me in writing a new part of the story, one that is based on all that's come before. Because as Amiku wrote, take a breath, just be yourself. This moment only exists now. There are things that can only be felt. I'll be reborn again. I'll be reborn again. Don't forget to love yourself and listen to the voices of your heart. Hi, Reverend Beth. Thank you so much for joining me. Hello, hi, Deb. <laughs> Happy, New New Year. Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> Thanks for making time to chat after the service. Um, 
my first question for you is why did you choose to um, focus on finishing something from the prior year versus starting a new resolution this new year? Well, first I started remembering all the different types of things we've done in different new years in this congregation and in other congregations. We've tried to get rid of bad things from the last year that we wanted to get rid of and then plan for the new year. We've done burning things, we've done <laughs> shredding things. Mm -hmm. But I was also feeling like we've been through a time where there's so much been stripped away. Mm -hmm. It'd be really good to build on what's there and also build some appreciation for what we already have. Because mm -hmm. most of us have built some new insights and some new capacities. And we often lose sight of the new thing and want to go to the next instead of doing the real work of being like, oh, how do we build this into even more? Because that's mm -hmm. how you really get something going. So that's really yeah. going. <laughs> that's so awesome. I love it. Thank you for bringing that. So timely and so relevant. Um, what would you say were your sources of inspiration? Um, part of it was, you know, I've spent a lot of time learning different things and, you know, studying some educational theory and things and realized the only way that really works is just doing things incrementally and building mm -hmm. little steps. Part of it's in my own life. I've been working on like, what's the next little step I can take to try to do this, you know, better or make this go better and do like very small changes and be like, mm -hmm. oh, now I can make it this and I make it this. Mm -hmm. And then I also have to say, this is where the, so the poem that was read for the reading is actually one of the things that has brought me great joy for the last couple of years. Mm. It's actually a, a Japanese hard rock band that is all women who they just, they wear made outfits that are called band made. Mm. and Miku Kabato is the head lyricist and part of it is just like they write great music then she just writes these lyrics that are so deep and they're always very hopeful mm. like the the one I use which is the lyrics for Paige is always about times are hard and yes it's all going to go away in the end but you just got to right now love yourself and turn the page and do what's next and don't let anything stop you. Wow. And like, that's really says it all. So I just really took from there and went. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm very excited to be introduced to the band so I can learn more because that's definitely something I need in my life right now. <laughs> Let's turn this page and keep building. <laughs> definitely. Oh, they, their goal is to like take over the world have, with the love <laughs> of their music. Wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> they just bring their, they love what they do and they do it with great joy. And that's a great, mm -hmm. there are times where it's hard to find great joy in the routine and be like, oh yeah. <laughs> Definitely. We can love it. It's great. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing that. That is beautiful. Um, was there anything you had to leave out um, for whatever reason, not enough time or it didn't fit well with the rest of the flow? Or, or there's some things you left on the cutting board? 
Well, for a while there, I was thinking about, um, I talked a little bit about the failure part, um, but one of the theories that they use in the clinical, clinical pastoral education, which is the spiritual care training for ministers. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Sorry about that. That's okay. Um, it, the way they talk about learning is you go from unconscious incompetence. Mm. So you can't do the thing and you don't even know you can't do it. Mm. And then you go to conscious incompetence. Mm -hmm. You still can't do the thing, but now you know you can't do it. <laughs> you really need to work on learning it and practice. Mm -hmm. And then you get to the point where you're consciously competent, which means if you think about it hard and you focus on what you're doing, you can do the thing. Mm -hmm. You have to be focused and if you're paying attention, you have to be very conscious of what you're doing. And then if you practice enough, you get to this place where you're unconsciously competent. Mm. You just do the thing and you don't have to pay attention because you just do it. And um, the thing is, it really helps people understand that the, the actual learning part can make us feel really icky because we don't <clears throat> that consciously uncompetent part or that consciously competent part because we don't feel very good. We're uh -huh. focus and then focus and messing it up. And we all want to go straight to that. I can do it. I don't have to think about it. I got it all built in and I'm good to go. And you can't get there without going through all the steps. Mm -hmm. So I think I caught some of the ideas of that without going through like the whole heady rubric. So I was just like, we're going to get too much up here. Right. And that's not good <laughs> for, for a worship space. Mm -hmm. people need to have heart space so mm -hmm. i needed to cut some of the big ideas like that <laughs> wow oh well i really appreciate you taking the time and thank you for sharing such a timely relevant uh, message with us um i hope you have a wonderful wonderful week and a happy new year and a happy new year and may we all just keep building our stories yes yes I love that. <laughs> Many blessings. Thank you so Thank much. Bye-bye.